Pushes a bunt to third. James to first. He's out. What a way to end it. And what a way to end a drought. Mississippi State, the national champions, destroying Vanderbilt 9-0. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Put It in the Vault podcast. I am August Fort alongside Phil. Hockey is back. Bates. Baseball's rolling. And Ernest. Ben Simmons is going to the Nets. Bro, <laughs> what's up with you always say some roll tide, some to open it up. What, what you got this week? Uh, Well, I mean... Roll in the deep. I mean, I'm about to be attending a funeral at this week's game. So, I mean, it's like, there's, there's no point in trying to say a roll tide. Well, I mean, it's Bama Respect Week. Yeah, so, I don't know. Yeah, let's <laughs> let's start with that game. Bama and A&M. A&M pulled the biggest upset of the year by far. Bates, what did you see out of Texas A&M and Jimbo Fisher in that game on Saturday? I I really don't know. Like, <laughs> they didn't look spectacular. They were just doing, making the simple. They weren't weren't going for the Hail Marys. They were just doing the simple things. Short passes, you know, solid runs, keeping the ball in front of them on defense. Just very fundamental. Um, meanwhile, Bama was making fundamental mistakes. Um, very uncharacteristic of them, and that's what cost him in the end. Yeah, Calzada started off hot. I mean, he was a really good. He was like eight for eight to start off with a couple passing touchdowns. Didn't turn the ball over. And Bama, like Bates said, Bama just did uncharacteristic Bama things. They were dropping wide open passes. They got great receivers. The balls, some balls were not there like they should be, or like you would think that they would be like from Bryce Young. So some bad passes, some drop passes, and then there was interceptions and there was a fumble and they were turning the ball over. I think it was their first multi-turnover game since losing to Auburn uh, in the Iron Bowl at Auburn a couple of years ago, I think was one of the stats I saw. So it's it, it was definitely um complete reverse of the script from what people would have thought. Yeah, but I think you got to give Texas A&M credit. I mean, Absolutely. Bama may have not had their best game, but I thought A&M played great. I mean, offensively, defensively, I thought they just looked all around like a completely different team than we've seen out of A&M all year, which you can't just accidentally just go beat Bama. I think A&M – Deserves credit there, and I think Calzada deserves a lot of credit for those last two drives. Touchdown drive to tie it up, and then the field goal drive. Oh, those yeah. were incredible. That throw in the corner of the end zone for the touchdown was, was great. I mean, he made a lot of big plays. He was fitting it in there. I mean, yeah. It was awesome to see him rolling, um, considering nobody took any donut, donuts when he was passing them out when they were doing their ticket exchange earlier in the week. He must he really took that personally and was like, I'll get back on the field and perform for him. Uh, but Calzada had a heck of a game. The Cuban Missile, they call him. Yeah, they do. Base, does this change your opinion on Alabama at all in a big way? Um, yeah, I mean, pro- they're just not there yet. Um, they have all the pe- they replacing so much from last year. Um, they have the talent. They're just not as clean as I they look, and you could see it. I I was just overlooking it uh, for the most part, and. It took A and M of all teams exposing them. I mean, I think this is a yeah. two SEC or in the wet. A and M wins two games in the West, and it's crazy that Bama was one of them. Yeah, true. I don't like. I I don't still don't think A and M's any good. I still think they are not a good team, and Bama just lost them. Seth Small had it not been for that win. Did you see that? Like when he kicked that. Oh uh, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. That thing was going out, yeah, bro. God was, was just like, yeah. Like I think Bama just needs to take an L. And he was like, yeah. Yeah, the Holy Spirit guided that one through. Yeah. Yeah, I got two things from that game um, that really stuck out to me. And it's one of them was when A&M was faced with adversity, when they got the block punt for a Bama touchdown, um, and they returned the open or the, the ensuing kickoff back for a touchdown, that was phenomenal. 
That's that's things that don't happen. That's a momentum swing uh, for Bama that went straight back to A&M. That was huge. And the other thing was when Bama went down to score and finally take the lead for the first time in the game, they A&M then drove down the field and scored a touchdown to take the lead right back. Those are two absolutely crucial times in the game, and they stepped up at their best. Yeah, Teams normally crumble under pressure against Alabama once they once a momentum play happens or they get down, but A&M found a way to battle back, and that was huge. Yeah, who knew Jimbo Fisher would be the assistant to beat Saban? That's, right, that's they were, and they were talking about it all last week, right, mm-hmm. against A&M, or uh, Ole Miss. Mm-hmm. K- Kiffin's going to be the first. Kiffin could be the first. No. Jimbo Fisher. Jimbo. The very next what, week. 24 and 1? 23? I think it's 24 and 1. Yeah, they might give him about $250 million. Did you see that post where that. keep it mediocre? SEC media days, he said he would go vegan for a year if it meant beating Bama. I hey, what about in the SEC media days when uh, Jimbo said, yeah, we're going to kill Bama and then or we're going to beat Saban and then Saban goes, in what, golf? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then they beat him. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's crazy, though. That'll definitely impact the SEC West at the end of the year for sure. And the other game, early game, Phil's game, Oklahoma, Texas. I don't know what Phil wants to say, but I'll tell you what. Caleb Williams looked really good. Uh, Phil, we'll start with you. What are your thoughts on the Red River shootout? There's no comment. Like, is that a bet? Can I say that? That's the same comment as Texas Twitter since Oklahoma took the lead on yeah, Saturday. They, they've been silent ever since. It's just, it was really disappointing. Um, now I know why, and it's not much better, but now I know why I've just become a Mississippi State fan because being a Texas fan for like the first uh, 14 years of my life or so was just brutal, and that was one of the main examples why. Not being able to cash in on the 28-7 to lead and scoring 10 second-half points Absolutely embarrassing, um, but there was one positive from the game. Texas has a great offense, and Spencer Rattler still sucks. Like it's not even funny. That dude is terrible. I I don't want him at Mississippi State. Where are we going? Right, that's fair. I I don't want I don't want him either. I don't know if we were going after him. I think Ole Miss wants him. I I don't I, I don't know what teams would want Spencer Rattler right now. I I mean I'm making the, the NFL Jaguars. Yeah. Irvin Meyer. Bates, what, did you, what did you see at Oklahoma? Uh, I mean, it's kind of like we said, they just kind of been underperforming at any time they can wake up. Um, and it was Caleb Williams was that spark uh, for him this weekend. He'll never play a game that good in the rest of his career, though. Coming in the second half, being that good. He'll I, ne- part, against that much of an opponent, I do agree. he'll never play that good the rest of his career. And that's, I would partially agree, but I also kind of think that's just because they were not expecting to play Caleb Williams. They don't have tape on him. They weren't preparing for him. Um you see that a lot with coming back up. And then the second week, that kind of hit a road bump because yeah. now they have film, now they're ready. Um, but I think Oklahoma is now, I mean, very much, even though Texas looks so good um, so much of the game, Oklahoma is definitely the team to beat in the Big 12, and suddenly it's back alive in the playoff race. So do you think, Oklahoma, how much better of a team is Oklahoma with Caleb Williams and Spencer Rattler? Uh, is it a lot, or is it a little? Because, you, like you said, they're going to get film on them. They're not. He's not going to be as effective. As it's hard to say, game. but it looked like they were the pieces were finally clicking on offense. You know, before they were just yeah. eking out wins, relying on. I mean, it's weird to say, but relying on defense and last second scores for Oklahoma. Um, I think they will be substantially better moving forward. Like I said, might not get as good of a game as this again rest of the year, but I mean they're. They're the team to beat. Let down spot versus TCU this week, though. It might be the, close. The, any, time. Yeah. any game 
the Big 12 is one of the most wild conferences because uh, there's always a big upset every year that you just don't see from someone. They still have not won a game by more than a touchdown except for the Western Carolina game. So, I mean, but they're this, a fraud. They're still a fraud. I don't know. I They look, wins a win. they look legit with Caleb. Yeah, wins a win, but they're still a fraud. Williams did make some really good throws, and he looked like a substantially better option than Rattler. And as you said, we'll see we'll see a lot more this week because um, TCU is historically one of the better defensive teams in the Big 12. So yeah, we'll see if he can put up those types of numbers again. Then they might be they might be for real. What do we think about Penn State and Iowa? Number two Iowa Hawkeyes now. What do we? Sean Clifford that? had a gone out they would have won that game. Okay, I, I, I Grant we're winning, and I think they would have continued to win and win the game. He wasn't that. He wasn't playing that good. Clearly, he wasn't the dude that came in to back up two for nine or fourteen hundred, whatever he threw. Um, it was really bad the backup. But I think I was gonna get. I think I was gonna get their offense started towards the second half against Penn State. Um, Clifford staying in was probably gonna help Penn State win, but Clifford wasn't as good as people were saying. No, but he would have cleaned up a lot of the mistakes you saw from the backup. They would have gotten better field position, started Iowa back, and they were really struggling. Oh, yeah. Against field position was the number one thing. Yeah, so that was really the big, you know, even if the numbers weren't spectacular, he was, he would have kept them in it for sure. Um, Iowa's defense looked legit. They're one of the, I mean, Georgia won defense. Iowa might be. They had nine interceptions in the last two years. I mean, it's crazy. And, you know. We'll have to see how they look moving forward because Penn State's offense isn't the best um, in the Big Ten, you know, especially compared to Ohio State. Uh, okay. Michigan looks good. Michigan State has a good grounded pound. So, you know, I'm not sure what their schedule is going forward, who they have to play across in the East, but they, their defense looks legit and it looks like they'll be a tough matchup for whoever wins the East in the championship. What did you see August in that game? Well, I, I just thought I kind of agree with Ernest. I mean, I thought Penn State came out hot. Clifford looked. Good. They Penn State really dominated the first quarter and a half of that game. Like it was dominating, and I expected Iowa to come out and kind of reverse that and dominate themselves, but they didn't. But you got to give Iowa credit for fighting back into that game and getting the win. I mean, they, Iowa looked good in the second half. They played their brand of football. They dominated on defense, and their offense was effective enough. Yeah. They did enough mm-hmm. to win the game. I think they deserve credit for that. Penn State's a good team. Penn State's better than I thought they were. So the Big yeah. Ten's kind of going to be an absolute mess. Down the stretch. Except but, for Iowa. I mean, they're just sitting there. Yeah, that, yeah but the Big Ten East is a free-for-all. Uh, yeah, it's going to be crazy. <laughs> that but is so fun. Ohio State and Iowa right now, who do you think is better? It's tough because Ohio State. I think State's, it's closer. People would say Ohio State's a lot better. I think it's, I think it's I closer. Say, Ohio State has improved so much the past couple of weeks, but they also have been playing lesser competition than Iowa has, and Iowa's defense will be the best they have played all year. I would say even better than Oregon's. Um, yes. Yeah. You Especially because Oregon was missing a lot of their big – Thibodeau and yeah, yeah, Thibodeau and Flo and you need an elite quarterback to beat this Iowa team. And I don't know if CJ Stroud can do that. Now Travion Henderson could give a bit of trouble uh, to the Hawkeyes um secondary or front. I mean once he once Travion Henderson gets in the secondary for Ohio State, he's gone. I mean the dude's an unstoppable running back. Uh, but uh it would be interesting to see how Ohio State's defense would do against Iowa's offense because obviously you know Iowa's Defense is going to show up. Yeah, it's going to be tough because Ohio State has a lot of work to do to get to that game. They've got right. You got to beat Penn State. Got to beat Michigan State. Got to beat Michigan, and none of those are going to be easy. Yeah, let's talk about some of those other undefeated teams in the Big Ten. We've not talked about these teams at all in the podcast. You know, right. you got Michigan, Michigan State. Of those two teams, what, what who do y'all like in out of those two? 
Next week they play for Paul Bunyan's axe, right? I think so. Not this upcoming yeah, week, but next, next week. week. And I think Ohio State and Penn State also play that week. They so do. it'll be the first kind of leg uh, in their four-way run. Um, it, it reminds me a lot of 2015 um, for both of those teams. Uh, Michigan State just putting it on the ground, having a kind of a game manager QB, keep control of the ball. Um, and then Michigan showing a lot of promise, but just they made some key mistakes there against Michigan State that year. Um, couldn't finish a job against Ohio State. Uh, and so we'll have to see that year they you did have an Iowa Michigan State uh, Big Ten championship game and so you, you could be seeing that again we're not sure um, it'll, it'll be interesting though Michigan was really on the ropes versus Nebraska Nebraska could have very well right? won that game but I, Nebraska's give, kept a now they don't win but yeah, they, they are putting a lot of teams on I the think ropes. you got to give Michigan credit though for winning for the game winning, yeah. yeah for yeah, winning for the game. Sure. I think Michigan State's offense might be a little bit better than Michigan because I think about Michigan's offense, I don't know what stands out. Michigan State, they got one of the best running backs in the country. They can run the ball. Mm-hmm. Michigan, I don't – their offense is not that good. Defense is solid. They're undefeated. Obviously, they're doing something right. Yeah. But I, I don't I don't know about Harbaugh. He hadn't, he's yet to prove that he can make that jump to be one of the elite teams in the country. I can't wait to watch how the rest of this plays out for the Big Ten uh, East – it's going to be an absolutely crazy one down the stretch. It's going to be so fun. Um, obviously, with five teams being ranked within the top ten, uh, the Big Ten is looking like the best conference in college football, and I think you could argue that they are. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah I, I, I wouldn't I'd, I'd put them that. over this. I'd put the, the Big Ten East over any conference in college football, and i put the Big Ten right now over the SEC. Yeah, you put the Big Ten East over ACC West right but, now. But w- once they be start fun. beating each other up, you yeah, know, they, they could fall yeah, apart. That's what I'm saying. They haven't. None of them really drawn blood you, against right, each other. How about yeah. this? We're talking about how who's going to make the playoff out of those four from the East. What if none of them do? I said that it could. Be, I mean, it could be a blood. Any of those teams could get to the championship game with two losses. I mean, there's four teams that are and, undefeated right now, yeah. and they could all beat each other and like do some kind of intertwined thing where one lost the one, one beat the other, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And it'll be and it'll be because the final week, of course, you have the, the game between uh, Ohio State and Michigan, but Michigan State and Penn State also play that day. So yeah. there will be some contingencies of who has to win the morning game, who has to win the night game. <sighs> They'll need different That's results. Because so um, Penn State's the only one with a big 10 loss right now. Um, so they are, are fighting an uphill battle. But if they win out and they get the head-to-head over the rest, it doesn't matter. Yeah, that's, that's very true. Um, this kind of feels like the 2011 Big 12 South controversy between Texas, Texas Tech, and OU. It was just – that was a crazy one that had BCS uh, national title implications, and this kind of feels like the same thing. What about Oklahoma State? They're undefeated too, Bates. We've talked about them a little bit. Uh, their, their defense I do think is legit. They've been – They've kept them close in the games where their offense hasn't shown up. And when their offense does show up, they look good. Um, but it's very hot and cold with them on the offensive side. Spencer Sanders is one of the most um, electric at times and also hurtful to his offense as well. It just You don't know who you're going to get um, any week, any half, it, it, <laughs> really. I mean... So if they can, if he can play controlled on that side of the ball and limit their mistakes, I think they can be in any game in the Big 12. And now if he makes his explosive plays, then that's great for him. They can jump out to a lead and just kind of control with the defense. If he makes his mistakes, they'll be playing from behind, and it will probably only spiral down from there. So Great analysis. They're probably the biggest question mark um, for an undefeated team right now. I agree. Besides Spencer Sanders, I don't think I can name a single player on their team. Uh, well, they've had – I mean, you're you, you yeah. you're part of a fan of them, but – 
Yeah, but like they've had a big LV Glass was a big running back guy coming to the year, got hurt. Um, and then a senior who had never run the ball, Jalen Warren, came out and he's you know putting up 150, 200 yard rushing really? game. So okay, I mean they've got weapons on offense. That's good. And then this week they got a huge one, big noon kickoff in Austin playing Texas. Um, right now OSU's sitting at number twelve, and for some reason OSU plays really well in Darrell K Royal Stadium. They give the Horns fits, and. Um, I wouldn't be surprised to see that happen. Texas opened as a five and a half point favorite this week. Still that's there. that's a bit much, I would have to say. It's coming off of last week. Now I mean, you know Texas, like we talked about earlier, they can put up the points. They got Bijan Robinson, currently my my favorite for the Heisman. Um, besides Kenneth Walker, you could argue both of them are the top two running backs in the nation, and they could they are both worthy of the Heisman at this moment. But I think Oak State can go into Texas and win, hands down. I, I think the line. Um, the line's not really that fair for Texas being a five-and-a-half-point favorite. What do you think, Bates? Yeah, like you said, it's tough. I, I do think Texas is the better team. However, like you said, Oklahoma State does have some weird – I mean, yeah, I mean, just watching them the past five years or so against Texas, they are wet punching way above their belt, even when Texas is the better team. Yeah. I mean, they're keeping it close, sometimes even winning those matchups. So, it'll be a close one. I don't think this will be a high-scoring game. I would not expect a Red really? shootout. I'm thinking – You think OSU's defense? I think the first to 30 wins. Okay. Um, yeah, well, but I'm expecting like a 24-20 type of outcome. If anyone hits 30, I don't think – And we got Gus Johnson calling the game. So, I mean, maybe we could put it – We could see a 60-point each performance. We could. Like, like I said, miss. I have no idea. Can we can we get a pick, Bates? <laughs> <clears throat> I would have to pick Texas. Um, I have picked against Oklahoma State uh, in almost every game this year. Um, I think Oklahoma State's going to win. I don't have a pick. I don't want to be wrong. I don't want anything anymore. I don't want to say any affirmations on this podcast. I will say my next – last week was my best week, and I went against – I would always talk really good about one team and then pick the other. I pretty much against what I thought, and that was my best week. So I don't know what I'm talking about anymore, apparently. Well, we haven't talked about this game that you picked wrong. You said you thought Ole Miss was the better team, but Arkansas was going to win. That was a crazy game. Yeah. Wait, I thought you you said – I said, oh, yeah. Yeah, I said Texas is the better team, Oklahoma is going to win. I said Ole Miss is the better team, Arkansas is going to win. Arguably should have. It was a crazy game back and forth. Jeez. It's one of those where you hate to see either one of them win. For so. real. Ernest, what do you think of that Ole Miss-Arkansas <laughs> game? Uh, I just think both their defenses can't stop a lick. Like, I was just like, like, what are y'all doing? Like, it was just going was it back more and forth. about bad defense than good offense or good offense? I would say so because Georgia just shut the door on Arkansas. So I'd say, well, I mean, they do probably have the best defense in the country. But, I mean, I'd say it was more of just bad defense. Um I'm thinking Tennessee is going to beat them next week, honestly. We'll talk about that game a little bit later. But that's that's a a sneaky one. That's an interesting pick. While we're talking about undefeated, so Kentucky. What do we think about Kentucky? I think Kentucky, that win over Florida, pretty impressive. LSU, always beating LSU. LSU's bad, but they killed them. They killed them. I mean, Kentucky look impressive. Um, They are good. I don't think they beat Georgia, but, I mean, they could easily go 11-1. Um, with a loss to Georgia this year, True. I, I I don't really see a lot of challenge. Even from us, we play that we have to come here to do. Um, I already have baseball in my mind to to Davis Wade, <laughs> and I don't think we will win that game. Um, 
I think Kentucky is legit. The Cowbells might get in their head. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Kentucky. The Cowbell guy, Ernest? <laughs> I mean, I'm thinking that's what got to, Cal- to Calzada last week. What? Like, I mean, it was something. <laughs> what? The cow- Actually, no. I'm the Cowbell? I was there. There was a baby. Never mind. There was, it was three the bird. Cowbells. It was the bird. That's it was true. the bird. That's true. Right, but I'm um, just we so, gotta pause and say that Ernest you said yeah, the cowbell got the calzada in College Station. Yeah. Um, but basically, I guess <laughs> the recipe to beating any good team is to come lose to us first, and then. Well, I, I wouldn't call Clemson a good team. Yeah. Um, I, I <laughs> well, whatever. Historically, what were we talking about before that? We were talking about Kentucky. Kentucky. Oh, yeah, Kentucky I, yeah. I think Kentucky is legit. Um, I think they make a New Year Six bowl. Um, they deserve it. Stoops has done wonders at Yeah, that I mean, the last – since 2017, about – so, I mean, they've just been good. I mean, they went from one of the laughing stocks in the same conversation as Vandy to, I mean, fight consistently fighting for the second they spot. They have an identity, though. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they, they really yeah. do. I mean, Wondell it, Robinson is an absolute stud receiver. Yeah. He he leads, I think, the SEC in, in pass, or reception yards. Really, really good job um, from him. Levis, he just seems to be managing the game well. He's, he's not going to – shock you with his arm or, or any talent by any means, but he's managing the game well. And, and they can really um, run the ball with Cavazier Smoke, I believe is his name. And, you it's know, a pretty cool name. Can, yeah, Kentucky's, Kentucky's rolling. Now, they're 5-0 and against the spread this year, and Georgia's 6-0 against the spread. So this should be an interesting one for all you betters out there. Calling um, a push yeah. right now. Yeah. I, will, I wouldn't bet against Georgia, though. That's all I'm going to say. Interesting. But let's switch gears for a second. Game five, Dodgers and Giants tomorrow. Bates, who's going to win that one? As much as I hate to say it, I think the Dodgers have it. Dodgers got Urias going, and the Giants have their guy going. I can't think of his Logan name. Logan Webb? Webb, yeah, they have Webb going. Arguably two of the best pitchers in the National yeah. League. You know, I mean, I – In I, San Francisco. Money talks. The Dodgers have the highest payroll in all of Major League Baseball. It just seems like that they're just going to pull it out from the wild card to the NLCS. I mean, it's just, it's the Dodgers. They're going to probably win. You hate to see it, but it's probably yeah. I'm going to pick the Giants. I'm just gonna, I, I, I love the. I love the. I'm going to go with the Giants. I'm going for the Giants all the way. As Braves fans, who are we looking to play though? Giants. I don't want to play the Dodgers. I mean, they they're just an all star team. Well, we get home field advantage against the Dodgers. It doesn't matter. I mean, it, I don't think so. I, honestly, I don't think I don't think either is significantly easier than the other. Though. In the it's baseball true. format, it is better to not be the home field advantage. You get those three, three in a row. You go two, three, two, and those three in a row are the most crucial games of the series. That's true. That's true. If you win one game on the road, you can win three at home, and you've won the series. It is. It's interesting. It is very interesting. Right. But I'd rather face the Giants. Let's go Giants because we've already beat the Giants. Shout out Will Bednar. Yeah, I would love the Giants to win. I don't think they will. But they have my support. Bates is going with the, you know, Dodgers are a better team. It's Should a win. Giants are going to win. It's a juke. <laughs> I... Yeah, but that, you know, it's been really fun to watch. Yeah, the playoffs have been pretty good. Yeah, very, yeah, very, very interesting. Strong so start. Red Sox, Rays, ALCS. Who we like there? No, Red Sox just beat the Rays. Yeah, yeah, Sox, oh, yeah. Uh, we got the Cheaters versus the Red Sox. Yeah, Red Sox, Sox Astros. Yeah, in. my bad. Astros look good. Astros, I think, are probably my pick to win the whole thing. Um, I think they're going to beat the Red Sox probably four to one. Um, Wouldn't be surprised. They just—they're just on fire right now, and they've got something to prove. They really ran through the White Sox. Yeah, and the White Sox and White Sox were a good team. Good team. So, yeah, I think the Astros will win that one. I think the Red Sox are a pretty good team, um, but Astros look like one of the hottest teams in baseball. 
uh, with the Cardinals already being eliminated. So well, maybe the baseball gods will have something to say about Houston winning another title. <sighs> Hopefully, it is baseball. I like the Braves versus Astros. Yeah, it, that's series. if the Braves face the Astros, I like Atlanta. I do. That'll be a fun one. That'll definitely. Now, that's probably the the best match. Like the bet of who's left. That would probably be the best uh, World Series match. I don't know. Red Sox would Braves would just be kind of that historical two all time programs facing each other for the World Series. And I, I kind of want Boston to win just because I had a Renfro. I really, yeah. I really like seeing him. Succeed. I'll root for any state players that aren't yeah. on states or that aren't on the Braves. Yeah, sucks to see Woodruff go down, but man, the Braves pulled it out. Braves Freddie, pulled it out. That's Freddie all Freeman clutch, and it wasn't Woodruff's fault. So no I'm way, happy. that's right. That's right. It was Josh. Yeah. Woodruff came out of the pen and did his job. Dunk contest, Mississippi State on Friday. You got a pick for that, Bates? Isaac Stansberry. He's a dark horse candidate, but uh, <laughs> I'm telling you that rim grazer is going to get the crowd crowd going nuts. Uh, yeah, you know what. For the you know I was there when uh, I can't remember his name, but he went to the final round versus Q Weatherspoon, and he was a walk on all year, number twelve. His name was like Drew Davis or something. He almost uh, beat Q out for the three point one year Murray Madness. So I like Isaac Stansberry <laughs> out of nowhere, <laughs> giving a giving a dominant performance. Phil, you gotta so, think. so what's on the docket for Cowboy Yellow in the home? It's I don't know. I just know they're doing a dunk contest. I, Isaac said he wasn't sure about a three point contest. But he told me if there was one, he would undoubtedly win it. All right, I'm taking him. <laughs> but, you just got to respect the confidence. Give me Isaac Stansberry, money line. <laughs> but uh, that contest, I think DJ Jeffries going to have something to say to anybody. He's going to probably break a goal. Yeah. but Probably. It'll, but it'll it ha- might not go in when he does it. And that'll <laughs> secure the victory for Isaac. <laughs> it'll be good to see the basketball team in person, though, see some of these new faces in uniform out there. Ernest, you shaking your head. Are you excited? Mm-hmm. My money's on Tolu for the dunk contest. He's, he's so boring. What about Rocket Watts? There's nothing Rocket's wrong with hurt. He won't, I don't think he's going to be Tolu's participating. hurt, too. You're going to wear your new drip? Yeah, for sure. Um, 500 to reward points. <gasps> we forgot yeah. to get it tonight. I got it. I got mine. <laughs> I didn't get my... Man. Volleyball game had 450 Hell State rewards points. I might dip early. Just kidding. All right, Artis, are you excited for basketball? Oh, yeah, I'm hyped. Uh, I think we're going to do better this year. Uh, hopefully make the tournament. Um, I just wish the girls team would rebound too. I like they. We ain't got a coach like anymore. A, that's true. But I'm just like, oh, what happened to the coach? She got health, uh, health concerns. She, has health she concerns. just she dropped. Had she, had she got the she got the W on her transcript. Withdrew. <laughs> I've been there, done that. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I'm so excited for basketball season. I can't wait till that gets a little bit closer and we get to talk about that. A little bit more in depth, but Ernest, you have fun at Van Cleve last weekend on the coast. What'd you think? Oh yeah, uh, Van Cleve is that, de- or it's definitely gonna be one for the books. Um, I definitely enjoy the food down there. Cruising the coast was really cool. Uh, the the pe- the people down there were very uh, hospitable. Yes, very. Um, and then Hunter, not Hunter. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> Parker, I gotta play you at tennis again. Uh, Did he beat you? Yeah. 6-1, right? Yeah. That's, hey, that's embarrassing. Whoa. I don't want to be like that, but like I said, it takes me an hour to warm up. So I'm not even playing. Like, I don't, like, legit, if, if you ask anyone that's played with me for a long time, like, I get better, like, as we go on. Like, You're here I, for a long time. Like, I catch my time. second win, and I just start going, so. You're a momentum guy? Yeah. Or it's not even that. Just, I catch my second, because, like, at first when I go into it, I just start muscling the ball just because, like, I'm fresh. 
and I'm just like you loosen up a little bit. Plus, you what you wear down your exactly, opponent, tire them out. You've got the endurance advantage. I tire myself out, so then I have to actually like hit the ball with technique. So I'm like, okay, like let me not send these flying. So yeah, um, but yeah, cool people. Um, shout out to you know who that I hung out with down there, um, and shout out to your uncle August, <laughs> Uncle Tim. Uncle getting a shout out. Yeah, nice house. very nice house. Um, but yeah. I think that's about it. What about a date party update? Uh, not gonna happen. I've I've just started reaching out tonight. Actually, um, we're gonna see. I gotta talk to a couple more people about that. But um, started. Uh, it's, it. it's 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 we got really a we got an inside bet for the people listening between at the beginning of the semester. It was who's gonna go to the most date parties, <laughs> and it was split between Ernest and Bates, and both of them are sitting at zero right yeah, now. It's been a real barn burner. Um. <laughs> I think it's going to pick up here in November. Um, like you said, it takes me an hour to warm up, so going to work better here in the second half. But I do want some clarification. Does uh, are we counting Mississippi State date parties only? Because uh, I feel like Ernest has some has some ability to go somewhere else. Uh, what junior college? Junior college? I'm not a I'm not eliminating anything. You know, Tuscaloosa is only an hour away. This, is a, this isn't your first. I don't know. You spent some weekends there before. So. Would we count Tuscaloosa? Yes, if it's a day, I if think it's a day party. Sorority is a sorority. But I feel like Bates is kind of like he's sandbagging, let Ernest get a little bit of lead, give him some hope, and then just like four in one week. <laughs> I'm calling. Two, I'm getting two in November. I'm calling it right now. Put it in the vault. Bates gonna get two in November. All right, that's my that's I'll my bold it. prediction. So anybody wants. To, so if we want to be Bates, we unfortunately, get three. I predicted Ernest would win, and Ernest would predict I would win. So it's kind of. It's better to. There's some conflict of interest win. here. You gotta bet on yourself, Bates. It happened. <laughs> I'm not betting on myself. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's um, hard out here. It is. It is. Uh, we've been focused on that 4.0. So I mean, so, yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Um, but I, I banked some points. You know, I've got you know some 97s, 98s. So I, I have some room to slip up. Oh no, Bates getting handed out free scholarships. He's got a little bit of money to spend on a day yeah, party. I, <laughs> I invite a girl out now. You know, she's worth a 20 now. You, can, you might be able to make it down 12. No. I mean, we might we might stop by the grill. That's, that's a good <laughs> good location, right there in the heart. Of Ernest, town. what about what about your quote this week when you said that if a girl looks at you for more than two seconds, she's one hundred percent interested? I mean, it just because like it's the way that or it's the matter in which they do it. Because like most girls, if like if they look at you um, and they look away, then I mean they're not interested. But, I mean, but if you're, if they're maintaining eye contact with you and like they're checking you out. And you know they're checking you out because like they look you up and down and they're like, like they're assessed. And girls do that. Like I'm Wait. not sure if that's happening. Wait, at all. girls look nope. at you? I don't think. I don't know. I've never I seen. It's had a girl look at me. It's ever. happened to me multiple times. That's why I'm always confused as to if it's because I'm tall. I think it is. Yeah. Like, it, but like they were saying earlier, they look some of them up, say that they're tall. Like, wow, he's cute. tall. And then what's his shoe game? That's exactly what's going through. That their might head. be. That might be it. But, they look um, up and down because they have to look up to see you. Possibly, I right. don't know. Do you make eye contact with every girl you see? No, I mean it's just. Something. Do you look at every girl you see? No, not really. In fact, I try to avoid them, especially at the gym, because you know I'm not trying to catch a case. But um, <laughs> eighteen plus <laughs> playing the smart game. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, it's just the way that they look at you. Like if they look at you like in a certain way, and right. you'll tell. True. True. But it's it's definitely happened to me on multiple occasions. So. Yeah, so that, that that's a good talk. Well, 
we're pulling for Ernest and all of his adventures with looking at girls and date parties and going down to PRCCC. We'll, we'll see what happens the rest of the semester. But let's move into some games next week. State, Bama, we all know about it. Bama's 17-point favorite. What do you think about that line, Bates? It's a little too low. You think it's low? I it, I was really hoping. I I did think there was a chance we could beat Bama. I think they did have that slip up at them. Um, I think that they had a comfortable but not clean win versus A&M, we could have definitely given them fits. I'm 100% with you. I agree. I was just going to say that I feel like our chances of winning decreased it's since because, Bama yeah, lost. Yeah. Yeah. I have much worse feeling now. Saving off this is my stat. Saving off a loss since 2017 average margin of victory is 23 points. So, yeah, I was going through after Saban's first year, um, I can only think of one is- instance where he lost consecutive games and that was 2013 Iron Bowl and then the Cotton Bowl to Oklahoma. And that was two, two really good teams. And that was and that's the only one I can think of. There may be others, um, especially not two unranked teams yeah, back to back. That's that was, never happened in his career. Yeah. Phil, what do you think? Um, Keys like, to the game? Like I, well, I'm going to say this first. Um, it's Bama Respect Week. If we respect them more and we don't hate on them, like we have like a, a hate week against pretty much every other team we play, uh, we're just respecting Bama this week. We're, we're telling them how good they are and how much we, we think they're nice people and so that they'll have a little bit of mercy on us. I thought um, we, should, we should have a blackout for this game because it was going to be our funeral. Um and whatever the spread was, take Bama. Plus, at, if you want to buy an alternate line of 30, go ahead and do it. We're probably going to lose by 35, something like that. Um, we're we're going to probably play a pretty clean game, too. They're just probably going to play the best game they played. I do think we score this year. That's a, a bit of a hot take. I do I think, think we get on the board, though. Oh, um, double digits. Oh. Yes, uh, <laughs> I think so, too. That's... Where is Brendan Ruiz? That is my, like, <laughs> dude, like, Nolan McCartney. He got no- cut. For real? I don't know. No, he's been, he's been, he was dressed out against a and I'm pretty sure he was dressed out against LSU. Um, I really hope they're not giving McCord a shot because dude cannot kick a field goal outside of 30 yards to save his life. So Let him know something. I yep. definitely need Brendan Ruiz back. Yep. Um, yeah, back Can't be him. leaving points on the field. Exactly. We just need to score a touchdown every time. What's the score going to be, Ernest? Uh, I'm predicting it's probably going to be – 28 to 3 at halftime, similar to what they did to Ole Miss. 28 3 is the comeback score, though. And then it'll probably nah, finish something like 52 to 10, possibly. No, I just I think 28 to 3 is a good bet, but then I think it probably slows down and it's like a 37 10. Um, I think they just. Okay. First half, though, they're going to. First half. Come out yeah. hot. Oh, yeah. I, I think we're. I think we might be able to move the ball some. Well, yeah, we'll definitely get yards. I, mean, I think we'll definitely look better than we did last year versus Alabama. Well, it can't look much worse. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, that's that's true. <laughs> but I mean, I guess if you have low expectations, you can only be pleased with what occurs, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. we're all in that same same boat there. Kentucky and Georgia, we touched on it a little bit. Georgia's a twenty-three point favorite. Phil, you think Kentucky can keep this within the number? Um, if they. If they get on the board. See, last week, I think uh, Georgia gave up their first. Was it their first offensive touchdown of the season against Auburn? Something something like that. And, yeah. that, and I don't see Kentucky. Um, well, I see them scoring a touchdown. I don't see them reaching double digits like Auburn did. Um, I think you're looking at similar to um, Arkansas-Georgia game. It's just going to be Georgia running away, running away with it. 
I think Kentucky can put points on the board, though. I, I think Kentucky keeps this one close. Um, I think, you know, going back to that Arkansas game, uh, I think Arkansas just shot themselves in the foot right there at the beginning, and then all the momentum had swung their way, and right. you're not going to be able to really mount a comeback. <laughs> With that being said, I think Kentucky, they're a little more conservative. They're not going to give Georgia just the free opportunities. They're not going to have the big turnovers. Um, I do think they get on the board, not a lot, but I think this will be a low-scoring uh, affair, maybe, you know, 24-10, something like that, Georgia. I think I think Kentucky covers, even though Georgia doesn't really have to sweat it. I could see it being 24 to nothing or 20 to nothing, something low. I think Kentucky's defense is better than Arkansas's, and I think mm-hmm. Georgia had a short field 90% of the yeah, time versus yeah, Arkansas. That, that was a big part of it. So if Kentucky takes care of the ball, they don't turn the ball over, and they have a good punter, then I feel like they can keep it close just with their defense. And you just got to give them to third and medium third. And I mean, Stetson, against, Stetson had a good game. I, Stetson, Stetson is good. I, I think good. Stetson's better than JT. I mean, I don't. Hot right, take. That's a very I think you put that one in the vault? I'm putting it in the vault. I have not liked JT. Um, Daniels. Re- since he's really been there. But I think Stetson is good. Um, I don't think it matters who the quarterback is, though. Uh, just make him throw the ball on third down, and that's your best chance to get him off the field. You can't be giving up three, four yards first, second down against their plethora of running backs. I agree. But, I mean, if I had to choose between Kentucky – if Kentucky – or if I had to pick between Kentucky keeping it closer than Arkansas did and Kentucky not keeping it closer than Arkansas did, I think Kentucky definitely keeps it closer yeah. than Arkansas did. Just because – it's hard to make as many mistakes as Arkansas did in that game. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I, I honestly, I'll probably bet, I'll probably bet Kentucky plus twenty three, just because I don't know. I feel like feeling frisky. Maybe <laughs> maybe it'll be something. Maybe it'll be a good game because there's honestly, I think Oklahoma State and Texas is by far the best game on Saturday. And that'll, that'll probably I mean, be the closest. When game day is going to a game where there's a twenty three point spread, that's not it. Yeah, it's not a good sign. But we'll see how that one pans out. Speaking and, of frisky. UMass UConn last week. How was how was that game? Don't I bet UConn and of course they never know. <laughs> they lost by fourteen. You and they stormed the field there. They UMass. did storm the field. They did they awesome. really? They yeah. stormed the field. Uh, oh my gosh! That's so there, there's officially a win there between the UMass and UConn. You know who UConn plays this week? I do not. Yale, Yale. two and two Yale. <sighs> Now, game day needs to be going ahead to New Connecticut. Let me tell I don't think you they have a, a little in-state rivalry action. I do not think they have a line on it. Yeah, I've been I, checking it I don't see a line, but ESPN's <laughs> matchup predictor, according to FPI, gives Yale a 59.1% Are chance. Are you for real? Yeah. Yale? Yeah. Yale has been running through the Ivy Leagues. They're 2-2. Two and two. Um, All right. Somewhat. All right. They lost a close one in overtime to Dartmouth. Dartmouth is solid. Lehigh thirty four nothing. I mean, Lehigh's a good team. Now, now listen to this though. Yale lost to Holy Cross. Holy Cross <laughs> who beat UConn. What what can we say there? I, I, I don't know what UConn. that says, but if UConn's not favorite, I'm betting UConn. I'm I'm a bet UConn every week. I don't they know why. Good. And there's probably not a line between an FCS school and um, Ivy League. Why is there no line for this game? It'll come out Saturday, I'm sure. No, because no one knows anything. <laughs> yeah. America's game of the week every week is UConn football. But another game I'm really excited for, Ole Miss and Tennessee. Ernest touched on this one a little bit. You think Tennessee's going to win, Ernest? Uh, I really do. Uh, I think they have something to prove. Uh, They've been really 
down there with Vandy as like the laughing stock of the SEC for the last couple of years. And so, us. Um, <laughs> no. They beat I mean, us in 2019. Been like, we've been mid, kind of. No. <laughs> we've been low. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, um, their defense has been really solid, and they play a really, they play a really physical. Um, I think if they can hold uh, Matt Corral uh, – he still hasn't had that like he hasn't thrown a pick five pick games. So he hasn't maybe. thrown one. Oh, he hasn't thrown one. Dang. I, I don't think that big mistake game is coming this year. You don't, I don't think don't so? Think He'll throw a pick eventually. Oh, I mean, right? he's gonna throw a pick. I don't think he's having a self implode game. That's what I'm. No, I, I don't. I don't. Maybe one two interception game. No three interceptions. As long games. as he does not win the Heisman, and as long as he's not the number one pick in the draft. I, I don't think he was. I don't think a quarterback wins the Heisman this year. There's just no stand. I love that pick. Let's put that in the vault. I'm doing it. Quarterback does not win Heisman. What no, I the, don't know. What about the defensive lineman from Georgia? What's his name? You got to score touchdowns to win the Heisman. I would yeah. love. He has like a re- he has like a regular guy's name, like Brandon yeah. Jones kind of name, something like that. A regular guy's name. Yeah, I mean it's tough because I mean the clear best team is Georgia, and you know the quarterback is their weakest position. They Stinson have, Bennett, the mailman, win the Heisman. Yeah, he, no, I mean, they have a but they have the platoon of running backs. No, just stand out. Everyone on their defense is, you know, NFL talent, so there's not no Manti Teo of this class. Back to Ole Miss, Tennessee, though. Who do you think wins? Uh, checkerboard game, you know, Tennessee's going to have it striped out. I think the last time they had that game, they got beat I, up 42-0. I, I, I was about to say, yeah. the last time they did a checkerboard, it was 41 nothing. Tennessee lost. I'm not saying it's a similar result, but Ole Miss wins a close one. They, they just got... Tennessee's riding off some momentum that I don't know where they got it. <laughs> Hooker looks like a good quarterback. They're still not a good team. Yeah, That's all you can I think say about so that. too. I don't think Tennessee's a bad. I think Tennessee is a good team. I just think Ole Miss is better. I think that. I mean, Ole Miss is substantially better than Pitt, and Pitt came into to yeah. Knoxville and. Well, I mean, that's also, I mean, teams get better as year goes on. Yeah, especially with the first year. Oh, well, yeah, and I they had we'll, Air Mel Milton throwing yeah. the ball. So, I mean, I, I do think Tennessee, you know, they could get seven. Maybe eight if they're lucky, but what wins? Uh, but I, I think Ole Miss wins this game. Um, you know, two touchdowns. I think Ole Miss's defense got exposed last week versus Arkansas and showed more signs of what it was last year. That's true. Versus more improvement. I mean, Arkansas moved the ball at will, like literally did whatever they wanted to do. Except, but, and it all came down to one, one play. Four, and they they conversion score. call. But I mean, frick, I think I think Arkansas had like six hundred yards or something. But I, I'm, I'm with Phil. I don't think Tennessee is – I think it's kind of a little bit of false hope here with Tennessee being good. But I think over under 82, I, I'd take the over. I, I really do. That's a, that's, I think that's the biggest over under in the history of the SEC, but I think I'd take the over. Uh, I saw something on social media the other day. It was pretty funny. Um, Ole Miss was playing Rocky Top at their practice to get them into the spirit and – and you know how sometimes the coaches play stuff to get in your head while you're practicing. Well, they were playing Rocky Top the whole time, and, and somebody commented, uh, the only thing uh, worse than playing at Tennessee and losing is Monday's practice when Rocky Top's going through your head. <laughs> that just sounds awful. Oh, and, man. I don't know, man. Hey, maybe Tennessee will pull an upset, though. It is the University of Mississippi. They are a losing institution. They tend to lose everything that they participate in, so you never know. You never know. I'm gonna pick Tennessee. I'm with Ernest. Let's go. Let's go, Vols. It's time for Ole Miss to start playing bad. It's time. It's yeah. They they got exposed versus Bama. I think there's something after beating Arkansas on a lucky two point stop. So we'll see. Let's see what Tennessee's got. 
Yeah, so a lot of confidence for <laughs> a tennis. I, I don't know where yeah, this came from. I, mean, I don't either. Brick <laughs> by brick. It's just because it's Ole Miss. Another upset I'm calling now, just out of nowhere, this is not based on anything. I just think Mizzou is going to beat A&M. I like that. I like the pick for Ernest. Ernest. Fire I don't know where that came from. <laughs> I didn't know they were playing Mizzou with a victory. a a nine-point favorite at Mizzou. Letdown game. I mean, Mizzou got it's not a curb letdown. stomped by Tennessee, though. Jimbo might pull a with a shirt off. That's true. They're going to be all hungover. <laughs> exactly. Still. Still. I like that, though, Ernest. Good it's pick. a good pick. Really good pick. Good analysis. So let me get my bet of the week. Actually, I gave my bet last week. Hit. Which one did I give last week? I can't let us know. But it hit. It uh, finally hit. You gotta remember. How do I not remember what it was? Oh, it was Georgia. It was Georgia over Auburn. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Georgia minus whatever over Auburn. Good pick. This week, UCLA plus one and a half over Washington. I still think Washington's a bad team. Washington's favorite. UCLA's an underdog. UCLA's an underdog. UCLA has at least shown they have a pulse. I mean, they've looked decent at times. The DTR is having a good year. Washington's two and four. They beat Cal and Arkansas State. I mean, Cal is not any. UCLA guy. at least has four wins. I think, yeah, UCLA should be favored. I, I have no idea Washington's favorite. I think you got to take UCLA in the points. Chip Kelly has to continue to win games, or people are going to start calling after his his um, his job. So I like UCLA here. I think this is I think it's a great pick. Uh, I like that too. Um, last week I told you about a sneaky one. Everybody on the set here was right except for me. I told you that. A BYU sitting only as a five-point favorite at home versus Boise um, would be troublesome for Boise and not for BYU. Well, BYU turned out to be a fraud. And Boise won by nine. They came in. They absolutely kicked them. And, uh, you know, I'm here to admit my fault once again, which I do at least once uh, per episode. But I'm coming back with some confidence in BYU this week. They go on the road and they play in Wacko against Baylor. Baylor's a a six-and-a-half-point favorite. I, I think I think BYU can keep it within the six and a half. Um, now, if not, Jaron Hall is back for BYU. I believe. I think he is playing. Okay, that's helpful. So that is beneficial it, for them. If if BYU does not cover here, send those Mormons back to camp. You need more twenty-two-year-old freshmen playing. <laughs> oh, they have one of the best recruiting schemes in the country. It's... <laughs> Yeah, but I, I, I think Baylor's a pretty decent team. I, I don't know. That's an interesting game, though. That is interesting. It's a very interesting game. Probably shouldn't have given a pick. I should have probably just alerted y'all that it, there was a good game on. <laughs> Phil, Philly got to get more confidence, man. That will, gotta... But that will be a good game in an otherwise slow weekend, I feel like. Uh, it's something to watch. It'll be kind of under the radar, especially BYU coming off a loss and Baylor unranked right now. But it has potential to be a fun one. Lots of baseball this weekend, I'll tell you that. Oh, that's true. For sure. Six, sure. six o'clock kick, Mississippi State. Going to be watching games all day. Yep. Well, we'll look forward to this weekend, and I think that's pretty much going to wrap up today's episode. Thank you all for listening.